not often that we uh, we get you post workout. Oh yeah, on the podcast. Well, it's my new schedule. Yeah, early morning one, and then uh, bang, bang, bang. It actually feels nice to go to the gym in the morning. It's the best time to work out. All right, uh, real quick, thank you to Aspire Nutrition for keeping us uh, fully probiotic. I guess. We're yes. fully probiotic yeah, it's and uh, tons of nutrients with Aspire Nutrition. You can go to dailyautism.com. Uh, billions and billions of strains of probiotics. I'm telling you right now, you're not getting these. You're not getting these. It's impossible to get these premium grade nutrients and probiotics in your regular diet. Very important for the autism tummies too. Um, you can do the research about Aspire Nutrition, how they started the company after their son got a diagnosis of autism and for what I call autism gut, which is... Uh, do your own research, but it's dangerous. It's a dangerous thing, man, to get those those leaky guts and everything like that. So thank you to Aspire Nutrition for all the great nutrients uh, and the probiotics. The entire family is on them. I actually just loaded my uh, water up with a bunch of the multis. So dailyautism.com, click the link. Also, uh, Tracy Slepsevic has a new book out. It's called Warrior Mom. You can go to warriormom.org. Follow her on all her socials. She's got some really interesting perspectives on biomedical interventions, everything she did in healing her son with autism. Warriormom.org. Speaking of biomedical stuff, I, I went down the rabbit hole yesterday of, um, well, you and I have been talking about it, so I'm getting all the stuff now. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like the algorithms are in my brain or think that, that they're in my brain. So like the hyperbaric oxygen chamber. Yeah. That actually gets more and more fascinating to me as time goes on. Yeah, I'm, I really can't wait for him to eventually do it. Yeah. Um, and then the red light sauna. Yep. I'm seeing a lot about that. Infrared sauna and red light therapy. Oh, yeah. Did I mess that up? Yeah. Okay. They're two different things, okay. I believe. I don't know. Red light, infrared, whatever. Yeah. The infrared sauna is supposed to be really good. Yeah. There's actually that... I got it. I emailed... Um, that guy, they're opening that store. Yeah, wellness. That studio. No, it's called Restore. Yeah. Um, and they have all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. excited to try it. I had a good meeting with, with him and his kid, his son and, and their people. Um, I don't know if he emailed me back. I don't think he did. When is it opening? Like this week. Okay. Yeah, so like yeah they I do, saw a post coming soon. It's called Restore. They have these all over the country. Like it's not just here. Um, it's all over the country, but he's opening like six here on the Gulf Coast of Florida. And um, it's really fascinating. He gave me a tour, but they do like the cryogenic chamber. Is it cryogenic? Yeah. 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 It's like the cold one. Yeah. yeah. But you're only in there for like two minutes. Like that's how cold it is. Yeah. But it's supposed to be really good. And then they do like the drips. Um, IV drips. IV drips. But I'm really interested in the oxygen chamber. Me too. Yeah. It has a lot of health benefits. Well, it does. And even, you know, like... Like Cal is too young to do that there because you have to be uh, at least 12 there, but other places he could do it. Right. But what I'm saying is like, even though for parents like who just, you know, I mean, come on, we're stressed out. We're tired. We're, we're, we're beat up. Completely beat up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like that's a good. There's nothing that aged me, has aged me worse. Oh, I said the same thing. I've aged 10 years in the last two. Yeah. It's Easy. Aw- it's awful. Easy. And you know what? I don't care about anything anymore. <laughs> I, don't I don't. Know, I don't know what that means. Well, I just like you. You don't care about stupid crap anymore. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I any don't. like any stupid crap. I just don't care. I have no time for it. Well, it's funny because um, I was in this like sort of debate a couple weeks ago with this guy and um, just about some stuff, and I was sort of like just kind of rolling my eyes. I was on the phone, but I was just sort of like, 
dude, I, you don't know what goes on in the four walls of my house. Like, I don't, this is very insignificant to me. Yeah. Like, you're, you're trying to make this more important to me than what it's ever going to be. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's like one of my old favorite sayings is like, never let someone else's opinion become your reality. And then like, when you deal with stuff, stuff like this, I'm like, dude, okay, okay. Like, you're acting like this is like the end of the world. Like, you have no idea. Like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing too, though, and we've said this before, like, this has made everything more like, in a, in a way you have more stress, of course, but you're also become more patient with other people because you have to be so patient with him. Yes. And, you know, from like, it's almost like movie scenes. You know how like in a movie there's like, I don't know, like a hundred different scenes, you know, maybe more. Yeah. But that's what this is. It's like every like moment is sort of a scene. So like when he sits down in his high chair, like that's a scene, right? You don't know how long it's going to last. But then you have to move him. So you got to transition to the next scene and you don't really know how the transitions are going to go from scene to scene. So you have to be like really patient. Yes. Well, in life with people, when they try to rush things or they get like too... Like everything gets discombobulated and I'm just sort of like, okay, just hold on. We're, we're just in a scene here. Right. We're just in a scene. Now, we can decide how we transition to the next scene. It's all good. It's all good. But yeah, you don't have time for the for the the bullshit, really. No, I just told his therapist today. I'm like, he's very unique because he's a seeker and an avoider. And she got to experience that yesterday. Um, so I said, he's, he's a minute by minute. Yeah. Did we not do... Um, an episode after the soccer or we did I, I can't remember no we didn't okay so we go to soccer Monday he's in the, this uh, soccer league um, the special needs soccer league and uh, oh no yeah we did a podcast uh, the day of we're going remember we're yeah, like, oh we we're, we're going, going to soccer we're right. so excited yeah ha 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 we didn't go to soccer well we tried but um, we forgot the first time we went to the special needs soccer thing the whole family went all seven of us the only thing we left home was the dog right right, right. And so he loved it, and everybody was there. And he kept saying, my family, my family, because we were watching him play sports. Well, we went, but Charlie, who just made her middle school track team, had practice, and she was exhausted, so she didn't go. Well, he realized on the way there that Charlie wasn't there, and his family and his whole family wasn't there to cheer him on. And it was Meltdown City. He screamed and cried for Charlie. He would not get out of the car. He was not going without Charlie. Yeah. His whole family there. So... The way he does things is, is if something is done some, one way the first time, it always has to be that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, again, so that goes back to kind of like the scenes, like the transition, like it won't work. He's like, if we're going to do this scene, then everyone has to be here. All the characters in this scene are these people. Yes. And if all the characters of that scene aren't in the scene, well, there's no scene. We're not going to do it. Right. Um, it was a nasty one, though. He was really hitting himself very hard um, mm -hmm. in the face, which is hard, hard to watch and, and deal with and... I mean, you don't just watch it. You, you obviously try to stop it and intervene, but it's, it's hard to see. We were also see. driving, so. Yeah, I mean, it's. You uh, only do so much. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, uh, it's kind of like if you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. And if you don't know, good for you. <laughs> you don't want to know. Yeah, good yeah. for you. You don't want to know, trust me. But that's why with the hyperbaric oxygen um, therapy, a lot of athletes do it and stuff because it repairs stem cells. And I don't, I mean, the way he hits himself, it's not good. Yeah. And banging his what, head I, on the floor. What, and what is the what is the controversy around it? There's some people. Well, there's always some people. But somebody was like, "Don't do that to your kids." Hyperbaric oxygen. I'm like, it's oxygen. I don't think there's anything bad. You're getting a hundred percent oxygen. I don't know what could be wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I don't know. I don't you know. know there's always like a no matter what. There's always a uh, a thing where people are mad. Yeah. You know. And so that was just that was this. 
It was one person. I yeah, it was, it's one person. No, I know, but it was you know it was they they were just like when I was on LinkedIn, it was some um, LinkedIn thread I was on about about biomedical inter- intervention and but specifically it was hyperbaric oxygen and I'm like, well, what? Well, I mean it's I mean you're breathing too. It's probably just lady. somebody saying don't change your kid, and it's like we're not changing. That him. was that we're was, trying to help him. Yeah, that was the spirit of it. Yeah. It was don't go overboard and overreact and whatever and. Uh, it's just so stupid. Oxygen. oxygen. It is stupid. It's 2023 where oxygen is dividing us. <laughs> oxygen is dividing us. I don't us. know why people are so angry. You know, you need oxygen. I don't have time to be angry. Yeah, yeah, but like you need oxygen to be pissed off. You know that, right? Yeah. Like to be offended, you need oxygen. Oh my you gosh. Can't, oxygen can't offend you because you need it to be offended. <laughs> yeah, this person did right. They were offended about uh, hyperbaric oxygen. Well, they have too much time on their hands then. Oh, my God. If I had They need to go walking or something. Don't walk too fast. More oxygen you'll have to consume. <laughs> you know what I mean? Heart rate goes up and you just got to breathe more. It's a oh lot of oxygen when you're exercising. Stay very still. You need less oxygen. Oh, my. Um, what were we going to discuss very quickly? I don't know. This was like a fly by the seat of your pants kind of podcast. Mm. I no, I it's not you. I had something and I forgot what it was. I had something, and um, oh boy, it was like a, it, it, it's like a story. It's like it's like a new story that just came out. Oh yeah. Oh no no yeah. So this is the new thing. So they just did this th- uh, this story on the rates of autism have tripled. This just came out like three days ago. I put it in the autism newsletter. Wow. Um, it, which if you want to explain to me that if you want to get you can um. It's via my LinkedIn account, so you can go to LinkedIn. Actually, don't go to LinkedIn. Just go to dailyautism.com, and I think I think it's there. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where it is, to be honest with you. It's on LinkedIn. It's called Daily Autism, so go to LinkedIn. Um, the <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so no, so the, the, the thing was, okay, the rates of autism have tripled, but is it because the diagnosis is better, like they're just better at doing it, or are the rates actually tripling like is it increasing or are we just better at finding it that was you know and then that so what is the number i well the rates have tripled so i think that's how they got to the one in 44 well which now i'm hearing that it's going to get to like one in 28 by the end of 2025 okay it'll it'll theoretically be impossible by like let's just say 2030 for you not to know some or or for for someone for you not to know someone with autism, but I think more likely it's someone in your immediate family would have autism. Yeah. Which is, you know. Yeah. Mind numbing. Oh, yeah. Now, you know, that's not to say, I mean, you know, the functioning, that's different with everybody. Right. So, you know, we can get into this autism, that autism. Um, it's all on the spectrum, but function is different. Yeah, every kid's different. Yeah, and it, it can it can also change. That's what a lot of people don't understand. Like throughout your life, like the like the function functionality can go up or down. Oh yeah, you can be on this great road, and then you know you can have some missteps, or you can miss some benchmarks, and then in the course of a year, really make up some ground. I've been saying it a lot lately. I mean, from the time Cal was diagnosed at three, it, it is so different now. I mean, it's like night and day, and he's had so much therapy in that amount of time. Like, I got therapy right away, and we're still seeing a whole different side of autism. Yeah. And some of you may never see that side. And if you can't, if you don't, then good. Well, yeah. And some of you, some may see it later. And like, we've talked to people who, you know, 
yeah, you know, um, developmentally was a lot slower, but none of the anger, none of the, you know, whatever. And then they hit 10 years old and it all occurred. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, yeah. It, it's so unpredictable that, you know, even to sit there and try to explain, you know, what might happen, what could happen, you know, it's like initially when the pediatrician was like, oh, no, what did they keep telling us? He's got four older siblings. They talk for him. Like that's we, what the regular pediatrician was saying. saying. Yeah, making up excuses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's like over and over. They kept saying the same thing. And finally, it's like, okay, but that doesn't, I mean, why would that affect, you know, walking and staring in the eyes? And you know what I mean? But well, that's all you, they really have to go to. If you have questions about is something different uh, about your kid, do not wait for your regular pediatrician to tell you to go get a diagnosis or to go check because... If I would have been waiting, I would still be waiting. You know what I mean? They weren't going to tell me. They just kept making up excuses. Yeah. It was um, it was a lady that told you who came to do... What, what, what was she here to do? No, but it was still me pushing. You know what I mean? Like, the regular pediatrician, I kept saying, he should be saying this many words at this age. He's blah, blah, blah. And they kept pushing it. And then I'm like, okay, well, somebody told me about early steps. So I need a referral, you know? Then now, I mean, basically the only reason why I go to his regular pediatrician is to get antibiotics if he's sick. Anything else, I call them and say, I need this referral. I need this. I need this. I go to, um, I, I found out what I wanted to talk to talk about too. It, it was the autism rates tripling, but it was this other story too. These researchers uh, in Israel. But sometimes I'll go to autism, like in Google, and I'll just hit news, and it's just the craziest stories. Wow. Like here's one from ABC 13. Houston scammer Paul Yonko. He's sentenced to 28 years in prison for stealing $260,000 from a 68-year-old guy with autism. Wow. Two, 260 grand. What Jeez. a douche. Anyway, here was, the, um, here was the story. Forever, like, I've, been, I've thought this because kids with autism tend to hear sounds louder. Everything is, is more. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, everything is intensified. Yeah, and so they just did this thing out of uh, Israel. It said, uh, autism intensifies experience of pain, challenging assumptions that people with autism didn't feel pain. And I've always believed that this was the case, that they actually, they feel it more because everything is like more. Like everything's more. So you think he feels pain more? Yes. Well, he doesn't seem to be affected by it. Well, I don't think like anything else... He has a hard time communicating it. I think he feels it more. I think it's hard for him to communicate it, that he's feeling it more. But I do believe that. Yeah, I've always thought that. I really have. Yeah. And I think that's why, too, because, like, it becomes emotional. Like, it hurts so bad, it's more emotional hurt. Like, yeah. Like, he feels it. He's not able to, like, ch- you know, like, 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 channel it. Like, he'll hit himself in the face, and I think he really, but you know how, like, the shaking and stuff. I mean, yeah. that's, that's pain. Yeah. Like it doesn't have to be like, you know, ow, you know, or, or right. hopping around on one leg after you, you know, like think about when our kids get hurt in sports or something. Yeah. It's different. But he likes it. I don't know that. Well, I, 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 I think, hope he stops one day. I think the sensation. Yeah. They kind of like, I don't know. The whole thing is so crazy. Like it's just because you, you're trying to connect all these dots. But I'm at least glad that there's researchers out there studying all of this stuff because for so long they people were saying, oh, that's okay when they fall. That's okay when they do this. They really don't feel pain. I'm like, no, I don't think that's true. I actually think it's the, I think it's the opposite. I think they feel more pain. I've always thought that. Now, this is one study, so it's not like, hey, I'm right, everybody's wrong. But, you know, it kind of feels good that, like, that you get that study, and you're like, yeah, I kind of see it the other way. 
You know, I think yeah. everything's amplified. Whether he's able to show it and communicate it, of course not, because that's a lot of the issues. Just, well, everything is supposed to be more intense. Yeah. I tell people, I say this all the time, they're like, what do you, like describe autism. I'm like, listen, this ain't scientific. This is just me. Imagine being able to see sounds and hear colors. And people are like, whoa, are you on drugs, dude? <laughs> I'm like, no, but that's kind of what it is, I think. That is kind of what it is. Like, and I know that's hard to like fathom. It's hard for me to even kind of understand. But I literally just made that up one day because I was like, I think that's kind of, I don't know, in some weird way. Yeah. It's, yeah. you know. They're very unique. Yeah. Um, Cal is so strong that he literally moved his wooden playhouse yesterday. To, to escape the living room. Yeah. Moved yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, he's incredible. That thing's big. He's incredible. I could not believe he moved it. He needs to play football no not need to play football (laughs) anyways he moved it he stood on a piece of it and climbed over the gate first off uh, i'm just saying he could be like a linebacker the last thing we need is another place to be during the week yeah and it's a little i know that but it's a little scary he's so strong at such a young age he moved this giant wooden playhouse that literally took me the whole day to to put together it was literally like 300 pieces 300 pieces. Okay, but... Here's and then he stood on this wood part and climbed over the gate. Yeah. But let me, here's the good news of that. When he did get over the gate, he did escape the living room. All right. he was he, It was a jailbreak. <laughs> but when he did it, he just ran into our room and laid in our bed. I know. So I was actually like, all right, you didn't go and turn the stove on. He could have. You didn't go and climb, you know, open the oven. Could have. Yeah, he could have. You didn't go and try and get out of the sliding glass doors. He never would have because they have top locks. But he didn't try. I was like, you went and laid in our bed. So That's that made funny. Me, that made me feel, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like He loves our bed. Yeah. So that made me feel like, all right, well, it's not like you were looking to, you know, burn the house down, you know. Now, yeah. again, that was yesterday. <laughs> Who knows what happens next time? Right. But, you know, I'll take that as a, I'll take that as a win, I think. Yeah. You guys have about an hour um, before I get home tonight. Yeah. Once the therapist leaves. Mm, okay well we'll just have to handle it yeah all right are we out you seem a little out why i I don't know you're just kind of staring into space no i'm not your workout tired you out (laughs) you seem a little preoccupied no i'm not no sorry you're talking about like oh you guys have an hour tonight and i'm like i okay i don't (laughs) know i have no idea what you're talking about because i just thought about it because because he was escaping oh so i'm just like like you just said you didn't know if he was going to burn the house down yesterday or he didn't do it yesterday but he could do it today and i was just like oh you guys have to keep an eye on him tonight yeah well that's uh, that's what we'll do i know we don't have a choice thanks <laughs> that's where my mind went okay all right on that um i've got to go and get a workout in and do some other things okay unless you have something else i have nothing else today you have nothing else a- any more just random thoughts just <laughs> just just something just grab it i mean what is it i don't have anything come on I don't have anything. Okay. All right. Well, that was your random thought of the day. You guys got him for an hour tonight after the therapist leaves. Who's today? Maria? Yes. And Until 530. Yeah. What time does he so come home? Cal's out of therapy center, and then he comes home for more therapy. So he has eight and a half hours of therapy today. Has his school replied to you at all? No. Mm. Yeah. No, just- and guess what? I've asked to pick up his homework three times. Saga continues. I've, I've sent three emails saying, please let me know a good time to pick up his homework. 
It is weird, you know, it's like... I don't, like, not when I'm doing academics. Yeah, well, the, th- the therapists have said that, please get a schoolwork. We, yeah. We'll work on it with them. We want to. Um, the school should want that. They should appreciate it. But, um, God, what I a, don't think they know what to say to me. What an unnecessary battle. Why? Yeah, and if you keep threatening me with attorneys, then have an attorney call me and tell me what is allowed. Well, that ain't going to happen. Well, you know what I mean, though? No, they're not. Yeah, that's not what an attorney does. They're not going to call and talk to you. They'll talk to your attorney. And they're not going to call and talk to well, you. Well, nobody's called me. I know. I mean, even I've heard the, even the ESE superintendent. They were supposed to get a hold of them. I think it's a very like we're probably mixing up more than we think we are, because no, at least in this school, like we're probably pushing it more than anybody else has. Oh, I agree. So I think it's probably they're like, you know, they need to make sure that whatever statement they give us, they can like fully stand behind. The other problem too is that 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 ship over there, that school, there's there's holes in the in the boat. There's leaks. Oh yeah. Right, and so. A couple of the staff there aren't on board with the principal. They know that. And so they're trying to make, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, how can they make all the soldiers fall in line? Because they know. That's that what it's like. There's a couple. Yeah. I don't think they know which ones. Well, even the I mean, ESC. We know because hmm, we know. The ESC director, I sent an email and never heard anything. Yeah. I, there's just, it's too much like, like that principal like feels, I think feels that there's not enough loyalty on her staff to her. Because of um, just the dumb decisions. Yeah. So I think it's like, what do we say? And can we back this up? You know, and, and you know, an IEP, like, you got to be careful with these IEPs. Like, it is a legal document. And everybody on that, not only are you on that as a teacher, like a member of the, of the, the educational uh, system, like, you're, you are also individually on that. Your name is on that. Like, yeah, so his last you have some exposure individually. You can individually be held accountable to that. It's a really it's it's a legal document. It's a legal document. It's not like, hey, I'm a teacher and I'm not responsible. Watch out. Like there's a there was a case in Virginia where I think three teachers got sued and were about they were clearly going to lose. They were getting sued for millions. They don't have millions. Right. So it wasn't the point to get the money. What happened was, is I think the teachers eventually caved in and turned their back on the superintendent and then became a witness for the um for the parents oh wow because they got they're like I, I can't be held personally responsible for this it'll ruin my career it'll ruin my reputation you know i have to file a bankruptcy you know because i don't have the money or whatever um so yeah like you got to be really careful well his now, i stay up till two three in the morning researching this stuff so y'all watch out no, well, I'm his last, kidding. his last, I no, you're not, <laughs> not till two thirty or three, but you do do a lot of research. <laughs> yeah. His last 12. IEP meeting, you got put in that we, our concern was he does not have an ABA with him. They they fought because him. they would not give him yeah. one. They were like, we can. They, I said, can you put in there that we want an ABA? And they're like, no, we can't put it. We only put in there, whatever they said. They didn't want to put that in. So the language they were saying of things we could write, I'm sitting here like writing notes down and I'm like, oh, so, well then, because they're like, do you have any other concerns? And yeah. I was like, oh, so that's how we'll play this game. Yeah, I do have a concern. What's your concern? <laughs> that he doesn't have an ABA with him. There was like, there was, was no choice. It was a three second pause, but it seemed like it was 30 minutes and they were like, 
okay, we'll document that you're concerned that there's no ABA on the premises. And I'm like, oh. They put it in. That felt pretty good. Yeah. That felt pretty good. I mean, honestly, it's 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 a weak win, right? It's not the biggest win. But it felt good because you're able to kind of reverse engineer this system that they're gaming against you. Mm-hmm. And just the fact that they had to write those three letters back to back to back, ABA, it killed it killed them. They hated, oh, yeah. They hated every second of it. Yeah. But you got to do it. Like I said, legal documents. So, yeah, they're like, we can't put that out. We can put it in. So, but we can document. So, what are your concerns? So, we just turned it around on that. And they, 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 they didn't like that. But <laughs> Well, I think what you're saying, I am stirring the pot over there because I'm saying whatever you tell me, I need to see it in writing. Yep. I'm not just going to take your word for it. Which is better for everybody, by the way. That's not like us trying to get something on somebody. It's, right. you know, we need some paper. I mean, yeah. if you don't get some paper on something, how do we know what, what's going on? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like there's no, you know, somebody's just going to say, I forget, or they're going to lie or whatever, not implying that they're going to lie. I'm just saying they could. It's just anybody could, but it's just better when you have paper on, on stuff. Yeah. You know, so and by we, the way, we like the teacher. Like we're fans yeah. of the teacher. Yeah, I do. Yeah. So, and a lot of the staff is, is good over there. It's just one person with just cruel uh a cruel decision whether it's intentional or not it's a cruel decision and and that's fine because you know i i have said i acknowledge you know her right to make that decision it's 100 percent legal the way the statute's read it's just mean <laughs> it's it's mean you know what i mean it, it it's, yes it, it, it's it's an anti-community decision it's an anti-effective education decision right you know you have the opportunity the ability and the power to allow an ABA on premises to work one on one with the kid, and you just shrug your shoulders and go no. So, but you're allowed. She is allowed to. It's just cruel. It's anti-community. It's anti-family supportive. It's anti-ESE. It's anti-ASD. It's anti-ABA. It's anti-RBT. I'm telling you, man, we could go on and on and on. So this is the thing, and we probably said it a while ago. There was a law put in place in 2018 by the Florida Department of Education that states excused absences for autism spectrum disorder treatment. When that law was made, nobody wrote how much percent of time you need to be in school. So... I have taken Cal out 100% of the time to go to therapy because he's gone from 18 hours a week of therapy to now 39. So I don't have to take him out of school because he's he's been approved medically for this treatment. <laughs> the people are listening and they're like, all right, Melissa. <laughs> what? I'm putting my foot down. No, I know. It, and it's true and everything. It, it, this is a messy space, right? Because nobody really under... I was talking to my buddy Tim yesterday about it. He was out walking his baby and I was outside getting a workout in and, and we were just talking about this and I'm like, you know, like uh, everything in life, we want it to be black and white and we, and we want to assign blame to one party and stuff. And, and I can't, it, it's, this is really hard for everybody. Yeah. You know, the one thing with this principle, I wish she would take a little bit more of um, endearing and kind of like pro family, pro community approach to this is that we, A, uh, didn't sign up for this and B are learning as we go. So this is not, you know, I think she's looking at us as the crazy autism family. That's really not who we are. I'm just I, trying to help my kids. Yeah. I mean, we, we honestly, we kind of got drafted like with the first pick in the draft, <laughs> right? You get autism, right? I mean, we get drafted. The, the thing about it is, is that, you know, we just really want to do everything we can to give him the, 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 
best opportunity at, at gaining function. Yes. Like, honestly, and I know that sounds kind of weird, but that's, you know, I, we're not going to be here his whole life. Right. We have to give him every opportunity, you know, to thrive. Or, or just a function. I and mean, I, feel, is, I feel bad for our kids to have to help help him his whole life. Yeah. Like, if he can function on his own one day, that's going to be good for everyone. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, you know, it, it, it's just, I, I just, I wish she would maybe take a little more patient, meaningful, endearing kind of position, um, you know, on it. And maybe in her eyes she has, and we're getting the endearing meaningful version of her uh <laughs> which is scary but maybe we are i mean i don't know it's just um it's a shame it, it, it's it's we don't need it you know we don't need it and other families don't need it this has caused just an extra you know set of uh, systems and and, and stress and, and yeah and processes uh daily i mean this is the daily thing and you know it's just it's a shame and and you know but you know what do we do we, we just move on Right. You know, this is this is why, you know, I, I tell people too, like, you know, like we work out almost every day, not because we're trying to be weightlifters. Yeah. Like we're not trying to win an award or a competition. Right. Right. It's because when you carry around all of this, like I go back to scene to scene and the, and like the stress and the heaviness from the one scene of life to the next and you don't know what's going to happen. And that's part of the stress itself. It's just the unknown. Like you've got to spend 30, 45 minutes, 75 minutes a day physically pushing yourself because emotionally that'll take you somewhere else and you can sweat and you know and 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 just i don't know kind of have that self-challenge right as opposed to having these other challenges you know it's like now i'm gonna challenge myself like i get it like we're gonna have challenges with with autism and meltdowns and you know a rogue principal that that's gonna make things tough and then this is gonna make and then whatever you know but it's nice to kind of push yourself um, or else, honestly, I don't know like what happens. Like, I, I think you probably go to a place where you just don't feel good. Right. You know? Yeah. There has been so much stress along this journey that I'm like, this is killing me. You know what I mean? Like the stress is so bad sometimes, yes. you know? So that's why it's good to exercise to get, to release that and keep yourself healthy. There was a day last week because I, what I can't stand is like the people and you see it a lot, like on LinkedIn who are like everything's perfect mindset's perfect this is perfect that's perfect there was a day like i'm like come on i was like you got to come out once in a while and be like hey you're not perfect right (laughs) right like please just once in a while right there was a day last week i felt so like emotionally sick i think it was thursday afternoon last week like emotionally sick i don't even know how to describe emotionally sick i just felt like emotionally bankrupt like, like I had nothing, I couldn't even like think a thought. Yeah. You know, and I don't know what that is. Like, it's not like a panic attack or anything. I don't know if I've ever had that, but like, I just felt so, uh, I, you know, you know, it's real when you can't describe it. I just know it wasn't good. So sometimes I feel like that and I feel empty inside. Like I've had everything sucked out of me. I think that's it actually. Yeah. Yeah. Like literally like just sucked out of you. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of where I was for a minute last week. And it was it was just, we had had a few tough days, and, and he had a few tough days, which makes all of us feel bad, and, and, and it's challenging for everybody. But yeah, I felt like this. And, and then the school thing started to heat up, because they were trying to tell you, like, just don't bring him back, you know? And I yeah. just got to a point last Thursday afternoon, I'm like, man, I don't, I, I don't feel 
like I, it's almost like I didn't even know what was going on. Sort of a blackout, but you were aware. Yeah. Like a hollow feeling. Yeah. I think that was the day I went to the beach. I walked to the beach. Remember? Yeah. I put on my weighted vest and I walked to the beach. I was not feeling good. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is very day to day. I mean, yesterday we both felt drained. Today we feel better. I mean, I feel better today. Yeah, speak for yourself. No, I feel better. No, but like usually it hits us at the same time. Yeah. But I mean, as far as the school goes, I was like kind of trying to reach out to them last week to like, okay, you know, like, can I have a schoolwork and stuff? Now I'm just like, whatever. Get in contact with me when you do. Yeah. I mean, I've done my part. All right. I'm going to go read this. Um, I just got this news alert. Rapper living with autism records inspirational music video in Dunedin. Dunedin, Florida is just a little bit north of here. That's cool. Great little town, by the way. If anyone's looking to visit Florida, Dunedin's really cool. It's about 10 minutes from Clearwater Beach, um, but they got some neat uh, tourist stuff there. The yep. Toronto Blue Jays do spring training there. There's supposed to be a really good place with Philly cheese sticks. My client keeps telling oh, me about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a great Irish bar there, too. I forget what it's called. Um, but that's Dunedin, Florida. But I'm going to read about this, this, uh, this rapper. With autism in Dunedin. You know, you don't, when you think about rapping and, 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 and hip hop, you don't think Dunedin. Like, that's not something that pops up. No. You know? Like, when that's you talk different. about the, the feud, the East Coast, West Coast rapper battles, you don't think like Dunedin versus LA. <laughs> you know, nobody no. from Oakland was like, I swear I'm going to take out Dunedin. That's funny. Yeah, that's not that. So I'm glad Dunedin's on the hip hop map. All right, you ready to do our day? Yes. All right. <laughs> 